Hello and welcome to the BNP Paribas Markets 360 podcast. We cover the topics that matter from the global economy to market strategy. Hello, I'm Paul Hollingsworth, Chief European Economist, and I'm joined by my colleague, Amajot Sidhu, European Economist. Today's topic is fiscal policy. It's Thursday afternoon here in London on the 24th of March, 2022. The economic picture, particularly in Europe, is weakening with the Russia-Ukraine conflict adding to uncertainty and intensifying inflationary pressures weighing on incomes. Given this backdrop, there is an increasing focus on the fiscal policy response. Why is this, Amajot? Absolutely, Paul. Fiscal policy is back in vogue. And this is for two key reasons, I think. First, monetary policy has its hands tied somewhat. With inflation so high and risking becoming persistent, policymakers are having to shift focus to that, even if it means not responding to slowing growth. Second, monetary policy isn't really the best tool to immediately respond to the current shock. It can't do much to boost incomes. Neither can it address the key supply problems causing some of the inflationary problems. And it acts with a big lag. Fiscal policy, by contrast, can have a much more direct effect on incomes and living standards. So what kind of policies are being utilised and how effective are they? Well, I'd bunch these into two groups. First, there are policies directly aimed at lowering prices themselves, things like cuts to fuel duty and energy price caps. Second, there are measures to deal with the impact of inflation, which are typically targeted at the households and businesses hardest hit. Examples that come to mind include direct cash handouts to households in Germany and France, as well as rebates on energy bills. Overall, these measures provide some cushion against the hit to incomes, but are unlikely to offset it altogether. We heard some of these policies being announced in the UK at the Chancellor's Spring Statement this week. What was your take on it? In short, I don't think it alleviates the concerns I have on the UK's growth outlook. The Chancellor only partially used the windfall he received from the public finances turning out stronger last year than he had expected. And he used this to announce limited measures that were not particularly targeted at those households and businesses that are going to be hardest hit by the current shock. All of this means that we are going to see a huge fall in living standards. Looking ahead, I think the risk is that there's going to be more support to come. So stepping back, how does the response that we've seen in the UK compare to the rest of Europe? In general, I'd say there's been more energy-related support announced across some of the bigger Eurozone economies, and that this has been more targeted at those who need it the most. Now, this partly stems from the fact that the debate on fiscal policy in the UK has shifted very much towards normalising policy away from the extraordinary spending we've seen over the past few years. There have also been bigger fiscal announcements on more structural objectives in Europe. The £100 on defence spending in Germany comes to mind here. You mentioned this structural spending. Do you think the current shock has changed the fiscal debate in Europe? I think that's a very interesting question, Paul. And in many ways, I think it does. I think it certainly accelerated the shift towards more ambitious and far-reaching policy that we'd already seen during COVID. 
And now it's added energy security and defence to the investment needs the fiscal policy needs to address. The bottom line is that we're going to see more competitive policy in Europe for longer. Whether that be through more EU-level spending or looser fiscal rules, let's see. I think it will be a mix of these options. Now, an interesting interaction from here on in will be with monetary policy. In particular, if we get more fiscal spending, as I think we will, does this change anything for central banks, Paul? Well, I think central banks will probably welcome this offsetting support we're seeing from fiscal policy, to the extent that monetary policy is relatively ineffective at dealing with the current shock. So that means it will likely make central banks more confident to pursue a tightening course for monetary policy in order to rein in high inflation. Well, on that note, thanks, Paul, for joining me, and thank you, everyone, for listening. This communication does not constitute research, a recommendation, or any form of advice from BNP Paribas or its affiliates. It does not consider your financial circumstances or objectives, and it may not be suitable for you. It should not be copied or reproduced in whole or in part.